Research family, and welcome to another episode of DCC Daily. My name is Sofia Fernandez, and I get the pleasure of serving as the worship leader here at Downtown Community Church. And I am Brenda. I serve on the welcome, production, and worship team at DCC. For this episode, we're going to be telling some stories of answered prayers, and the reason that there's two of us today is because the Lord has been able to use the other to answer our prayers in a really cool way, and we wanted to share that with you. Yeah, let's do it. So if you don't know me, I am Puerto Rican. My first language is Spanish. And so when I was first joining the worship team, I really wanted to introduce Spanish into the Sunday morning worship set. And I did, and it was beautiful. And I got to worship in Spanish with my Latino family and my Spanish-speaking family at DCC. But soon after, I really felt that my Latino community in Tallahassee was lacking and I didn't really know where to look and search for Latino community, specifically Latina communities, warm Spanish women, Spanish speaking women who I could relate with, who I could talk to about different cultural things that are specific to us. And this was about a year ago and I remember just praying um, to the Lord that he would bring more Latina community to the church into my life personally and not just any Latina women not just any Spanish-speaking women but Latina women who were on fire for the Lord who were committed to each other and devoted to each other and to serving and worshiping together and I knew that the I felt the Lord calling me to do my part in singing these songs in Spanish and creating a seat at the table, creating a space where these Latina women felt comfortable um, to worship the Lord and felt felt heard, felt known, felt related to. Um, and it was really awesome just to see the Lord answer those prayers so quickly. And that doesn't always happen, but it was such a blessing to see him do that. And in the coming months, it was just one Sunday after the other, I was meeting these incredible Latina women out of nowhere after um, just praying that he would reveal them to me or, or bring them to Tallahassee. And the, one of the first people that I met after praying this prayer was Brenda. And I remember meeting her and being like, oh my gosh, this is such a, this is such a quickly answered prayer. Um, and I remember hearing her speak and I heard her accent and I was like, oh my gosh, she's Hispanic. Yeah. <laughs> and do you want to tell kind of your side of that story? Yeah, I was at the time just transitioning to Florida from Michigan. I was, I had been living in Michigan for, uh, I want to say most of my life, but I am originally from Mexico, and I, after some time living in Michigan, I came to a point of my life, you know, there were several things involved with a visa and transitioning into, like, my career, and I simply didn't have many options available um, in terms of jobs in Michigan. And so I had been praying back home that God would open a door um, or make a way, and he did make a way. Um, but I didn't know that it, it would lead all the way down to here to Tallahassee. 
but I remember very vividly the devotional actually that he used to confirm that I you know I was asking him God is is going to Florida the right decision for me and it was very clear a very quickly answered prayer that he was like yep go like pack your things and go very easy to follow so I didn't have everything figured out whatsoever but I knew what it was like to grab a hold of a word from God and run with that so that's what I did and I had also been praying for to find a church which I also very quickly you know found DCC and very quickly I met you and I was like okay yeah this is this is a community that I want to be a part of yeah and it's actually a really funny story how me and Brenda met because I was probably very aggressive towards pushing her into Latina community so another kind of part of that answered prayer was that um, I, I really had wanted I really wanted to have a Bible study of Latina women where we could talk where we could be vulnerable with each other where we could be honest with each other about the things that we struggled with our, our praises in our life the things that we had been blessed with um, and Soon after praying that prayer, um, some wonderful women, Daniela and Mel, stepped up and said, hey, we want to start a Latina Bible studies. We want to go through this book called Edmanas. And I was like, wow, I, don't, I didn't even have to do anything. The Lord is just going above and beyond and providing these wonderful women, these wonderful resources. And so I meet Brenda, and the idea for the Latina women's Bible study had just had just been brought up. And I was like, you're Hispanic, you have to be in this Latina <laughs> women's Bible study with us. And I remember maybe a week later, um, we're in Zoom because it was the in the middle of the pandemic. And I just see Brenda pop up. I've only met her once. And she's in this Zoom Bible study with a bunch of women she's never even met. I did not <laughs> know one soul. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this has to be so awkward for her. Um, but and you didn't know how much of an introvert I was too, but I was jumping into the community that I knew God had placed for me, right? And so I was like, okay, I need to jump in with two feet. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was just really cool. And then getting to know Brenda for the months to come, just hearing her story and seeing how an answered prayer for me was a prayer in working for Brenda and soon to just be continued answered prayers for Brenda and it's just been such a blessing to see how the Lord has been able to answer both of our prayers with both of each other through our friendship and just through the way that Brenda has served on all of the surf teams all of the the neighbors teams (laughs) that DCC has to offer um so do you want to talk a little bit more about just how the Lord's been answering your prayers yeah like I said earlier before I moved here, I had nothing figured out. I really just knew that this was the right thing to do because God had confirmed. But I have been so blessed since the moment I got here. Um, I don't. I wouldn't say that everything happened according to my time, but I think that everything happened at the right time. And sometimes we can confuse very quickly, you know, something not happening our way for it being like, the enemy or the devil coming up against us and it's really um when you put something in god's hands and you pray 
to God, you have to believe that he is in it. And you can't forget that um, your prayers are not just something that you kind of um, said out loud in your room by yourself, whatever. Like your prayers were actually accumulating in heaven. And you were, I heard this the other day, it was beautiful. You were invading heaven before heaven could invade earth. And that's what we do when we pray, right? So through, um, through the, like, for first, um, throughout the first few months that I was here in Tallahassee, I very quickly saw God's hand, like, providing everything that I needed, um, providing the apartment that I'm living at right now, providing community, providing a Latina community, um, just showering me with favor at my um, job with the professor that I work for. And all of the things that have just had to fall into place, I always say that I couldn't have planned it better. Um, and I didn't. God did all the planning. He did all the heavy lifting. I really just had to get on my knees and trust him. And even though at some points I felt that anxiety or that stress of not having it all figured out, I had to really um, almost, uh, I had to give into this idea of like fear is not, or let me start over. I had to learn that fear is not allowed in my heart because Jesus is. And so to put it a different way, Jesus means everything he is worthy of everything and if he is gonna reign over my heart as king i can't allow fear or anxiety or stress or any of those things um i can't give them any space because that means that that he that the lord has less space to reign over my heart and so i really had to just buy into that idea and run with that i also came here praying for something very specific. My plan was I'm gonna uh, take this job in Tallahassee for a year. I'm gonna then apply for a doctorate program and to start in the fall 2021. That was my plan. That was my idea. And I really thought at some point that that was why God opened the door for me to come here to Tallahassee. I thought it makes sense. You want me to gain more experience. You want me to work for this professor. You want me to um, spend a year in Tallahassee to then transition over to the next thing. And I really had my, you know, my eyes on that. But then that didn't happen. So I don't get into the program. After going through the interview and everything, I thought that there, you know, there was a little bit of hope of getting into one. It didn't happen for some reason. And when that happened, I really took a step back and I had to again, get on my knees and start praying. And when I say pray, you know, usually we think of this as like talking to God, but really prayer is a conversation. And so when I say I get on my knees to pray, I'm really just having this conversation with the Lord to hear him out. Because obviously, if God has something to say, I want to be there, you know, and, and hear him out. So I quickly realized that, you know, it wasn't it wasn't my plan that was going to take place, but it was his plan that was going to take place. And that was 
perfectly okay with me. Um, so I also tend to forget sometimes that, and I was talking to my friend Josely earlier this morning, that I forget that what I'm living right now, what I'm going through today, like this was not my plan. Right now I'm planning to stay for at least another year, maybe two years in Tallahassee. And I forget that that wasn't my plan because it's so good. And now I'm here at this place in my life where I'm like, oh, this is not what I had in mind. This is not what I planned, but it's so good. And that's what God does. You know, that's what he has done in my life. Um, His no was as good as his yes for me. And maybe he said no, or maybe it's not now for the doctorate program or for whatever my next step is in my career but his yes for me to stay in Tallahassee it's everything because I really I genuinely love serving at DCC I love serving this community um, and I just love being a part of the um, I love being a part of what God is doing in this um, city that's so good that's so it's such an incredible testimony of expectant prayer and faith through prayer and knowing that whatever happens is God's plan and God's will and it's it's asking and trusting that whatever it is that you receive is God's plan and knowing that that's good and that's so beautiful um but I guess a question for you is you kind of started going into it but I want you to you know go a little bit more into it how have your answered prayers encouraged you in your unanswered prayers Yeah, I think I did go into that a little bit, um, but whenever I look back and I see how God answered prayers in the past, when I look back, I see the times where he said no, where where he said yes, and the times where he said not yet, and the times that he said maybe something else, and he has a perfect record. He has never failed me. Um, And that is encouraging because now that I have, you could say, an unanswered prayer, like getting into the doctorate program, I trust him to a point that it's beyond my understanding. And and this peace comes with it too that I can remain firm and I can uh, trust him and I can have faith because I know that he is still doing something Um, this is totally a part of a song but like even if I don't feel it yeah he's he's still working even when I don't see it he is still working and that is the truth even if we can't see it right away, if we were to open our spiritual eyes and and see the whole picture, which also prayer brings perspective and heavenly perspective specifically, and when you can see the whole picture, you'll see that God is doing something. And um, countless of times have I been a part of him doing something and not realized it until like later on. So now I see this quote-unquote unanswered prayer and it's okay because he I 
trust that he is still moving he is still doing something he is still god it's not like he was like okay you didn't get into the program let me just sit back and you know wait for another year for the next year when you apply no of course he has a plan set in place and he is working towards that plan and he's working towards that purpose in my life and i also often have to remind myself that that my plan and my 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 ideas or my yeah my life plans are limited his purpose is not limited it's limitless it has um it has it 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 has authority and it has eternity in mind yes we have we see our lives from the life that we've lived so far exactly yeah so just having that kingdom mindset of like this is for something far bigger than than me that um really again brings perspective into things and I would say one last thing is that um, having God say not yet also teaches us perseverance and endurance and patience. And those things are, are things that are not usually taught and they don't come easy to us as humans especially our generation. I'm just going to put myself right there with Gen Z too. We want things very quickly nowadays. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think that, you know, if you can run, run. But there are things and there is, uh, there is a very specific and very valuable worth to waiting and to going through a process. I think that sometimes we don't reap the reward until we go through that specific process and that's necessary for our maturity for our growth for our relationship with God because I think that I wouldn't know the God that I know today if it hadn't been for those times that I had to wait for that answer for that um for that answered prayer and I've known him you know now as my provider as my healer as my truth my friend, my uh, the person that comforts me, the, the one who is everything in my life. And I can only say that firmly because I have seen him move in the past so many times. But, you know, just to say that in the waiting, there is a huge reward that we shouldn't um, push away just because we want to get somewhere really quick. We should embrace the process. We should embrace the waiting because it is so, so worth it at the end. And that it adds a whole new element to prayer because we like to see prayer as, I ask this and then it can is it either yes, no, or maybe, or yes, no, or, or not yet. Yeah. But I think the true purpose of prayer is revealed when we understand what happens between us asking and God saying yes, no, or not yet. Yeah. Because there's so much that happens in between that the Lord wants to teach us. Yes. Um, and man, could you imagine just missing out on what the Lord is trying to show us in the in-between? Because there's always a purpose. Like you said, His I loved when you said his no is his, as good as his yes. Because the other thing about prayer is that God doesn't change. The God that we pray to, his character, it never changes. And so when when I'm praying or when I have an unanswered prayer, when I have a prayer that... I've been praying for years and years and years and, and I still don't see an answer. I 
think back to times like this prayer for a Latina community and just seeing how the Lord, like you said, went beyond what I could ever imagine. I could never have imagined uh, the volunteers that had come up to lead this group. I could never have imagined the women, where they would come from, the different... I remember the first Bible study, every single one of the women in the Bible study were from a different place in South America. That's incredible. Yeah. Every single one of us was from a different country. Um, so the diversity, but still unity that was happening was, I could never have thought it up myself. And to this day, before we even sat down to talk about this, you had mentioned to me that a Latina woman had started coming to the community group that you go to and just seeing how the Lord to this day, after months after I, I had stopped praying that prayer, <laughs> the Lord is still answering it, is it's a testament to his character. And so when I'm facing these unanswered prayers, I look back at my answered prayers. I'm like, that's the same God. The same God who did that is working on this right now. Um, and that gives me perseverance. It gives me endurance. Um, because the prayer isn't about, it's not always about the yes or the no or the answer or the unanswer. It's about what he's doing through it. Because he's doing so much more. It, in Just as you were praying these prayers just as I was praying these prayers they had an effect on you they had an effect on me they had an effect on the community around us and we have no idea it's so much like you said it's so much bigger than ourselves yeah prayer is effective mm -hmm. that we like we can't think of prayer as anything less than effective it like you said I was you know um causing things in your life and you were causing things in my life and uh they, they were all really wonderful things so yeah it's very encouraging yeah so that is the story and sh short brief story <laughs> of god answering prayers at dcc in brenda's life and in my life and in the lives of all of us that have been impacted by the powerful Latina women stepping up and serving at our church. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of DCC Daily. Keep up with our church via social media pages, our YouTube channel to access previous sermons, and our Sunday services at 9, 15, and 11, both in person and online. Thanks so much for listening.